G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Some news you might have caught up with this past month. The Russian government has cancelled the AM licence for FEBC Russia. Now, FEBC Russia has been a broadcaster, a Christian broadcaster in Russia, broadcasting out of Moscow and St. Petersburg, and now they've had their licences cancelled. Well, let's check in with FEBC Australia to find out what's happening there in Russia. Philippa Lowe, who's Operations Manager for FEBC Australia, joining us. Hello, Philippa. Welcome along to 2020. Thank you for having me. Philippa, did this come as a bolt out of the blue, a surprise, what's happened in Russia? Yes, it was a surprise. Um, It was one of those things that there were rumblings. um, And as a result, FEBC Russia had kind of put secondary plans in place to move more to internet broadcasting, etc. But then when the announcement came... Um, that it was going to be renewed as of, not be renewed as of the middle of April um, was quite unexpected. And FEBC has been reaching a lot of people in Russia. When you talk about the capital in Moscow and then St Petersburg, two major cities. Yeah, well, for more than ten years, both the AM stations in Moscow and St Petersburg have been the primary channels to share the gospel with a potential audience of more than twenty million people. Okay, so twenty million people who'll be without. Christian radio in those major cities in Russia. Uh, You say there were some rumblings. What is the attitude of the government in Russia towards Christian radio? Well, looking, using unofficial channels, um, FEBC Russia have sort of been able to discover that the pressure comes from particular people at the top of government who are highly influential. um, And the sense is they are specifically targeting FEBC Russia because they are an evangelical organisation. Okay, so it doesn't mean that all contact with Christian believers in Russia will be lost because there are some alternate ways that you can keep those channels of communication open, but obviously the radio uh, AM broadcast uh, was reaching an awful lot more people than you might imagine. That's absolutely correct. I mean... What FEBC Russia were doing um, were condensing a three-year transition from AM radio um, into other sort of situations like um, FM and online to just one month. So it had been an incredibly quick transition. Um, so we're praying for wisdom and energy and the, the most effective ways to employ new apps and satellite and internet broadcasting. Um, what we're hearing from FEBC Russia is that through the new online tools, they're going to be reaching about 1.5 million actual listeners, which is approximately 50% reduction in the audience that they had before the closure of the AM station. So their plan is to reach to double the number of listeners before the closure and then double that number again in three years from now. So they're taking a very strategic long-term plan around making sure that people who are unreached can still hear the gospel. 
We'll talk about how Aussies might be able to support FEBC in this transition to be able to continue to reach those people. But let me ask you about some levels of antagonism that have been coming. When I read the report of one listener who said FEBC was our only contact with Christians on the outside, signal jamming almost drove us crazy. Signal jamming, was that coming from government authorities, do you think, that was blocking out the words in the radio broadcast? I actually think that the um, quote that you're listening to there, that was a throwback Thursday Facebook social media post, so that was from a few years ago. Um, So I can't comment now if signal jamming has been happening. Um, I just think there is more of a a less overt pressure to um, make it slightly more difficult for you know, evangelical broadcasting to happen. Okay, that was an old uh, quote that I was uh, that I was speaking from there. That was a note that someone had sent me. But uh, what it did indicate was that your listeners in Russia were so appreciative of the broadcast, uh, you are really going to be missed. Absolutely. Um, I mean, Victor, who runs our FEBC Russia ministry, like the stories he has to tell about how FEBC Russia reaches into people's hearts through radio. It's absolutely mind-blowing how um, God and Jesus works through the radio waves. Um, I've heard tales from him how people have put down the knife that they were about to slit their wrists with because they were so lost and without hope. And then they turned up the radio so their children wouldn't hear um, her doing it. The woman, woman's children wouldn't hear. And just at that right moment, the right song or the right message about um, the love of Jesus made her put the knife down. Um, also at FEBC Russia, they have worked with social orphans who have, um, due to high alcohol- alcoholism um, and high rates of prostitution amongst um, adults, have been put into orphanages because it was easier than actually being cared for by the parents themselves. Um, and a lot of education about the power of adoption has actually seen over 20,000 social orphans adopted through... Christian families who listen to FEBC Russia. Um, So to reduce that sort of outreach and message has huge, far-reaching impact into the community. It's amazing that Christian Radio has been on the air in Russia, and uh, many of our listeners, of course, will be familiar with the fall of the Iron Curtain and uh, the opportunity that Christians had to have a more liberal opportunity to reach into Russia. Some were seeing that as a limited window of opportunity and with always the possibility that sometime that window might change. Do you think this is that time when the window for opportunities for Christian media in Russia might actually be closing? There is always, I suspect, around the world going to be challenges to free press and free media. And I just always come back to that sort of notion of faith, faith and prayer and, you know, Ephesians 1.21, it's like far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. Um, I think we often have to keep um, our eyes on the bigger hope in Christ and the work that is done. Like God and Jesus do amazing things through what we see as negatives. Um, and I'm quite excited by what could happen with the other opportunities that FEBC Russia are now looking at doing. Um, they're looking at opening an FM station in Odessa in the Ukraine before the end of the year, and the government in, U- in the Ukraine have given them permission to broadcast. Um, and they've got a population of more than one million people. 
So again, there's another unreached area that's being reached into. Um, they are putting a lot more resources into the promotion of their online and smartphone broadcasts. Um, they're looking at sort of buying FM station licenses in Russia in smaller markets, as well as buying time on one of the most powerful AM stations that covers the entire Western territory of Russia. Um, so I think we can kind of look at the negative and go, yes, free press and there was such an opportunity. But I think sometimes God puts challenges in front of us because it makes us become more resourceful. Um, and that way we actually go further in and reach more of the unreached. So it might not be all doom and gloom. When we talk about Aussies who might be interested in supporting mission in Russia by way of media, how do you hope that Aussies will respond with prayer and with support for the uh, the initiatives of FEBC? Absolutely, with prayer. Um, I, I know that prayer is certainly appreciated, um, especially as they go through so many changes in such a short space of time. Um, over there in Russia, um, but also the awareness that FEBC has a massive impact on air in 15 minutes. So we know from listener responses that in 15 minutes of on-air broadcasting across the globe, we can reach a 1,000 people for Christ in that time. So it's a massive impact for a $15 investment. So if, if people are moved to donate to help accelerate the plans in Russia for online and for the smartphone apps, I would really encourage them to do so because... As I said, it's a relatively small $15 donation that goes an awful long way. Okay, so FEBC has a website. People could connect with you there. It's febc.org.au. FEBC stands for Far East Broadcasting Company, a Christian broadcaster. We've been talking with Philippa Lowe, who's the operations manager for FEBC Australia, about the Russian government cancelling the AM licences for FEBC in Moscow and St. Petersburg. Uh, That website address is febc.org.au. If you wanted to connect with FEBC and perhaps help out in some way, uh, connect with their prayer points, uh, connect by giving some support, I'm sure they'd be very appreciative. Uh, Philippa Lowe, thanks so much for taking some time to share these things with us today on 2020. Thank you, and we appreciate your support. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.